January 2nd, 2013. Episode 1, Honor, Courage, and Commitment. Welcome. As the inaugural post to this blog's views on the happenings in the world today, I want to say that I write from the vantage of a person that is finished playing the bank's games, the government's games, the corporate games, and the mass media's games. I have opted out. The majority of Americans have simply lost or stopped using their critical thinking skills, in my personal opinion, and they need to be woken up. Since 9-11, we have been fed stories of heroism and how much we need protection from the boogeyman called terrorists. To make matters worse, if you don't agree with the government or mainstream media's fictional story, position, and agenda-driven media, then you must be a terrorist. Recently, citizens have even been threatened with prosecution for simply asking questions or using those critical thinking skills that I talked about above. For those of you that haven't been paying attention, we have lost so many rights and had so many liberties stolen from us due to lobbyists and special interest groups that you are no longer represented in any significant way. Many even think the Republic itself is beyond repair. But this makes you have the advantage because you are now the most dangerous kind of citizen, the kind with nothing to lose. Your government is now crawling with socialists, collectivists, and many would say outright communists, that think you are nothing more than cattle. Your airports have been filled with TSA agents, who now have the authority to grope you, your wife, your kids, friends and family, and will detain you if you even show a little attitude. Your president orders, pay raises, for federal workers and the vice president, while increasing your taxes through regulation and Obamacare. Who gave them this authority? You did. If this is the first time you are realizing any of this, and you ask, how is this legal? Remember one thing. Everything Hitler did in Germany was legal. Martin Luther King Your highways are now being targeted with DHS Viper teams, and they are spreading. Your public transportation isn't safe either. DHS is currently putting microphones on public buses so they can listen in on you while you make your way to your pathetically underpaid jobs due to your manufacturing base being undermined and shipped overseas to cheaper, child-filled sweatshops, all for the convenience of saving a few cents on the items you buy every single day. I mention all of this as a preface because it's all the symptom of a larger, more problematic issue. A lack of morals, integrity, and courage. And the weeks following the Newtown shootings are sympathies to those families who lost a child. The American people have been bombarded with stories of how an inanimate object is somehow at fault for this tragedy. First, let me point out a few things. One, never in human history has an inanimate object ever been convicted of a crime. Two, it's somehow okay for the liberals to stand over the bodies of dead children whose bodies weren't even cold and proclaim that all guns are evil to advance their agendas. But if gun owners say anything in defense of our rights, we are somehow perceived as a violent gun nut hell-bent on killing little kids due to political correctness. I will address that later in this post. Over the last 30 years, lightning has killed, on average, 62 people per year in the United States and injures 400 more. 
Taking that into account, in 2006 to 2007, there were 63 shooting victims, while in 2009 to 2010, there were only 33, the lowest in two decades. I could elaborate on number three much more, using cars, knives, and even pencils. But liberals are deaf to numbers. They have agendas. And God forbid something gets in front of those agendas. Get this straight. You are more likely to get hit by lightning in the middle of a perfectly cloudless day than to be a victim of a mass shooting. Political correctness has made you think it's somehow bad or somehow immoral to speak out against anything. Political correctness is the revenge of Marxism. It's the festering boil on the face of our democracy that has turned into stage 3 terminal cancer. Why am I saying all of this? In the last few weeks, we have experienced a few things that have given opportunistic and aggressive liberals the chance to do what they have wanted for years, to disarm the general public. The spearhead to this assault on your personal liberties is none other than Dianne Feinstein. This treasonous, gun-grabbing, liberal, agenda-driven witch has made it her life's work to progress this liberal and totalitarian program. She herself allegedly has a conceal-and-carry permit and is protected by five armed guards. To top it off, she even melted her gun, one of many we can assume, and gave it to the Pope as some symbolic gesture to advance her personal war on disarming you. This woman is the most absurd and hypocritical piece of trash to appear on the political scene in many years. Facebook has begun purging pro-gun accounts and people taking pro-gun stances on issues directly assaulting the First Amendment and openly attempting revisionist history tactics that even Hitler, Stalin, or Mao would have been proud of. Due to this, I have made this blog to prepare for when they begin purging my own Facebook account. Why did I call this post honor, courage, and commitment? I myself am a former U.S. Marine. I personally refused the anthrax vaccinations, facing prison time among other things in the late 90s and early 2000s. This ultimately led to me leaving the Marines and moving on to civilian life. I left with a severe feeling of guilt because I felt duty-bound to serve my country, but was now outcast with no clear path to follow because of my moral dilemma. In fact, many officers simply took early retirement to avoid such a fate, while enlisted were NJP'd and made an example out of. Even more good officers were forced into early retirement when they had many years of service left in them. A huge loss to this country in experience, motivation, and manpower, in my personal opinion. I say all of the above because I want you to know I speak as a former Marine with honorable standing and verifiable backbone to stand up against a system that I knew I had absolutely no chance of winning against, but I said no, loud and clear, despite knowing I was sealing my own fate. Today I saw something that made me see a glimmer of hope for our train wreck of a nation. This is a post via Michael Savage's Facebook page. The post goes as follows. Senator Dianne Feinstein, I will not register my weapons should this bill be passed as I do not believe it is the government's right to know what I own, nor do I think it prudent to tell you what I own, so that it may be taken from me by a group of people who enjoy armed protection, yet decry me having the same a crime. You, ma'am, have overstepped a line that is not your domain. 
I am a Marine Corps veteran of eight years, and I will not have some woman who proclaims the evil of an inanimate object, yet carries one, tell me I may not have one. I am not your subject. I am the man who keeps you free. I am not your servant. I am the person whom you serve. I am not your peasant. I am the flesh and blood of America. I am the man who fought for my country. I am the man who learned. I am an American. You will not tell me that I must register my semi-automatic AR-15 because of the actions of some evil man. I will not be disarmed to suit the fear that has been established by the media and your misinformation campaign against the American public. We the people deserve better than you. Respectfully submitted, Joshua Boston, Corporal, United States Marine Corps, 2004 to 2012. And that concludes Mr. Boston's post to Mr. Savage's Facebook page. Now let me explain something. This single, solitary Marine did something that was sorely needed. He single-handedly gave pro-gun advocates an unadulterated political win. He is the epitome of courageous, and let me explain why. This Marine will be punished. He should be promoted immediately. And he knew he would be. His unit and his family will suffer for his political views and his scathing repudiation of Senator Feinstein's gun-grabbing totalitarian viewpoints, of which President Obama has openly said he agrees with. This, in itself, is humorous because this seems to take priority over the fiscal sanity of our own country. He has the time to try and take your guns hand-in-hand hand with Senator Feinstein, but doesn't have the time to deal with the $16 billion federal deficit that he has markedly made his shining achievement, because in the end, you pay for it. Mr. Boston has fallen on his sword, or M4 in this case, for your rights. His personal martyrdom is a win-win, because if they punish him, it proves the anti-guns agenda has no bounds. If they do not punish him, he is a rallying call for simple men and women to stand up and pointedly declare what Charlton Heston said in five simple words, from my cold, dead hands. We as a nation need to come together and make gun-grabbing liberals' ideas so toxic that your politicians treat anyone that mentions it like a rattlesnake and immediately run the other direction. Democrats are quick to forget how quickly everyone turned on Mr. Clinton when he tried the same crap back in 94. The right to bear arms is an issue everyone can rally around. This single solitary issue defines us as a culture and a society. It was our beginning, and without it, it will be our end. Deal with these liberals head on. It is far too late to give a damn what someone thinks of you for simply expressing your feelings on this issue. Gun sales are up significantly. Over 16.8 million were sold in this year alone. So don't worry, you're not alone. Thank you for taking the time to come and listen to me and read my blog. I'll be coming out with more as I plan on giving my perspective from the working man on these corrupt, insidious, 
and unacceptable politicians, bankers, and companies that have infested this country. I'd like to give a special thank you to the SGT Report for posting my story the other day. And I invite everyone to keep checking back in to hear my views on America today. Now I know not everybody is going to agree with my political views. But when they take our guns, the only thing we've got left is our voice, which is why I'm doing this right now. I'm going to leave you with a simple quote from Jim Brown. Stupid is a choice.